Hello, I'm Lainey Meredith, and this is Lunch with Lainey, the time where we kick back, have a snack, and talk about the goodness of God. Lady Meredith, and I am so excited to be here today. I'm so excited to do this. This is all new to me, but I definitely enjoy it nonetheless. So a little bit about me is um, I am 19 years old. I'm a college student and I love Christ, but I didn't always love Christ. So at one time I was in actually in rebellion to him, but the Lord has been so, so faithful to me. Um, and one of the one of the extreme ways he has blessed me is placing me in a loving Christian home with two parents who want nothing more for their children than for them to be so deeply in love with Jesus Christ. And from a young age, um, they were always extremely intentional about speaking the power of scripture around me. They wanted so badly for it all to click for me just as soon as possible. And I remember one morning in the third grade, me and my mom were on the way to school. And my great uncle had just passed away. And I kind of began to have a growing curiosity about life after death. Where was he and where will I be are the questions I remember asking myself. My mom used this as an opportunity to again faithfully share um, the gospel with me. But this time, it was more than just words. I could feel the Holy Spirit working in my heart as I began to understand why she was so enthusiastic about the story she was telling me. Because it wasn't just a story, right? And so, as she was explaining to me um, the gospel, all these pieces began to come together in a way that was overwhelming. I finally understood the depths of my sin and the judgment I deserved for it. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. I told my mom she needed to pull over the car right now. She did this on the side of the highway, and I asked the Lord to come into my heart. Um, my mom was overjoyed, and so was I. When I got to school, there was a woman holding the door. She was always at the door trying to catch late stragglers who come in and give them like a write-up or whatever. Um, but she had like a stern look on her face. And she said, you're light. And I remember saying, I know, I just got saved. And jumping up and down with excitement. Um, I honestly just could not contain the joy of the Lord within my soul that day. And I told every person I saw, um, the front office lady, all the kids in my class, my teacher, everyone. And I went to a Christian school, so most of the people, um, maybe not all the kids understood, but um, the administration were just extremely happy too. And everyone was giving me high fives and stuff. And um, I look back and I just want to be able to continually share to the kids that don't understand. Because there's people in this life that don't understand. Why is she so joyous? What, what is, why are people high-fiving her? What is she talking about saved? Um, 
So if you don't understand the source of this joy, you may be thinking, what led me to this? Well, it's a miraculous truth and a story sweeter than honey. It's the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ that led me to this joy. Um, so that's what I want to share with you all today. I will be breaking down the gospel into four points. God, sin, Christ, and faith. So let's start with God, because if we don't understand God, we won't understand the gospel. God is the eternal one. He always was there. He always is here and there and everywhere. There's no limit on God, and he always will be. He knows all. Um, he is the source of all truth, of all wisdom. And he is outside of time and, and the things that we are bound by. So because of this, God always was. And that means he's the creator of all. So, in the beginning, God created everything. He created the heavens, the earth, and he created the first humans, Adam and Eve. And he created you. You were created to show God's handiwork. You were created to show God's glory. You were ultimately created to glorify God. And we know this because Isaiah 43 6 and 7 says, I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the end of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory. So we also see that God created human life to be with him. That happened in the beginning of the Bible, Genesis 1:27, and that's when he created Adam and Eve. Um, and, and he created this wonderful garden for them to, to live in together. And there were animals and um, trees and fruits and all kinds of things. But God just said, don't eat from this one tree. And they did. Adam and Eve fell short of the glory of God. And you do too. And so do I. Um, this is called sin. So sin is anything that separates us from God. We see this addressed in Romans 3.23. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So we know that it's not just Adam and Eve, but it's us as well. If we look at Ephesians 2.3, um, 2, it says, Among whom we all once lived, in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. So this verse shows us that sin isn't just something that we do. Rather, it's the way we're wired. Um, it says, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath. So our nature is in rebellion to God, naturally. We sin, and that's not just because we like to sin. It's because that's how we're wired. And that sin is what separates us from God. 
because he is not sin. He hates sin and cannot be um, near it. He is separated from sin. And so if you think that you may go to heaven or have a personal relationship with Christ because you're a quote, quote, good person, I have bad news because the Bible right here is telling us that none of us are good. It's actually quite the opposite. We all have a nature of wrath. Isaiah 64, 6 says, We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. Right here we see that there isn't one who has been a good enough person or done good enough deeds to um, snuggle their way into the kingdom of heaven, but rather it says we have all become like one who is unclean. And even our righteous deeds are, are like as good as a nasty rag. So at this point, you may be thinking, Lainey Meredith, girl I do not know, how in the world is this the news? How in the world is this even close to the news that brought you so much joy? You're literally saying we have no hope in and of ourselves. And that's exactly what I'm saying. But the good news is not of Lainey Meredith. Or the good news is not of insert your name there. The good news is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is the, the truth and the hope that we press into. Because the story doesn't just stop here. We needed a pure and clean um unsinful, holy, righteous sacrifice to take the place for our sins because we can't do anything to make our way into heaven. We've established that everything we do, even our best of best, righteous, most righteous, holiest, great, nicest, kindest deeds you do are like a polluted garment in God's eyes because Romans 3.23, we all fall short of the glory of God. God is so holy that our best of best does not even compare, compare to him. So there's nothing we can do. We're totally, totally depraved since since the time of Adam and Eve, when they ate of the tree, our, our nature has been inherently corrupted. So we need help. We need a savior. We need to be saved from, from the bondage that is our sin. There is absolutely nothing we can do. There is no amount of good works we may get to because I've, I've heard it said best like this. Total depravity is not the um, highest amount of sin. It's the absence of holiness. 
So there's no way that we can ever hit that limit. Ding, ding, ding. You've officially become one of the people that is good enough. You've done enough great things. Um, You've stayed out of, of enough stuff to be able to reach your way to heaven and reach your way to Christ. That's just not how it works. But the absolutely life-changing news is that God sent his son, Jesus, into the world to save sinners. God sent his own beloved son to live a an obedient life that was not glamorous. He had no sin. He never sinned. He lived a holy, righteous life because we needed a perfect sacrifice because we are in total absence of holiness. Human nature is. And so we needed that perfect sacrifice. We needed um, someone who was 100% God and 100% man. Because only God could take the wrath of God and survive, but only man could substitute for a human sacrifice. Jesus Christ lived this obedient, perfect life and died an obedient death. This death was for sinners, for all who would place their trust in him. And when he died on the cross, he took all the sins of those who would place their trust in Jesus Christ. He bared the punishment that we deserved. Because in Romans 6.23, we see the wages of sin is death. But the good news is that through this sacrifice of Jesus Christ... If we read on through the verse, it says, The free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Through this death on the cross, Jesus has paid for the sins of all those who would place their trust in him. This death that Jesus Christ died, he was taking the sin that, that we have committed and he was paying for it so sin what separates us from god jesus is now the power that unites us with god so we have access to to god and we are able to have this personal relationship with god because of jesus christ and him paying for our sins on the cross And that verse that I just read, it says it's a free gift of God. So like I was talking about earlier, there's nothing that you can do to earn your way there. Not only does Christ make this way for us, but he offers it as a free gift to us. If we think about the sin that Adam had, the first man, and our sin as well and how it trickled down the system and of this of this human sinful nature and then we look at Romans 5 verse 19 
This is one of my favorite verses because it just ties everything together. Listen to this. For as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Wow. So if we look at that first section, for as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. That's talking about Adam and how through his disobedience, many were made sinners. But then the second portion says, so by the one man's obedience, Jesus Christ, the many will be made righteous. So we are able to have this redemption that that Jesus offers through the through the cross. Um, we don't have to stay in that state of disobedience. And it doesn't even stop there. Because three days after Jesus was crucified on the cross for our sins, he rose from the dead. Not only did Jesus Christ live the life for us, live an obedient life for sinners, he died an obedient death, and he rose from that death. Jesus Christ defeated death. 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4 says this, For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried and he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Romans 10, 9 tells us, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if you confess this truth with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord, and you believe this truth in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, friend. And you will know of this great joy that I speak of. And if we go back to the passage in Ephesians 2 that I read earlier, it says, Among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But we can't stop there. If we continue and read on, verse number 4 says the two most glorious words, but God. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. If you have trusted in this truth, there is immeasurable riches through his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Embracing the gospel allows you to enter into the hardest and happiest way of life that there is. It's not always easy as a Christian, but thankfully, Jesus reminds us in his word, in this world, you will have many troubles, but take heart, 
I have overcome the world. And that he has done. A Savior who has overcome the world and overcome death. No one is like him. So no, it will not be easy. But God also promises in Hebrews, I will never leave you nor forsake you. This is a promise that you can cling on to throughout your Christian life. And though it's not easy, it is most definitely worth it. The joy for today, the hope for tomorrow, the purpose in life that Jesus Christ has given me, this is the reason I'm doing this podcast. And I could not start this podcast off without telling you the true reason behind why I am doing it. If there's someone out here listening to this, by some chance, um, and you have more questions about this, you can absolutely feel free to reach out to me. Um, my email is laneymeredith4 at gmail.com. Laney, just like it's spelled on um, the label, Meredith, M-E-R-I-D-E-T-H, and then the number four at gmail.com. I will try my best to notice and look out, and um, I don't really want to get my phone number out just because you never know, but of course my email is always open, and seriously, if you, you know, if you're on the verge, please reach out to me. I would love to talk to you about this. Um, This is the literally Oh, like the most important thing about me. <laughs> when I was telling my facts in the beginning about how I'm a college student and I'm 19, none of that matters. Like it does, but it doesn't. This is what matters. So if you have just even a a, a, a sliver of you that is curious about this, please reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you about this. So yeah. But that, folks, is the reason why I want to start this podcast, because people need to hear the gospel. And, and I'd love the idea of being able to... So this is like my plan for each week, right? So I'd love to be able to invite a different guest on each week. I think it'd be really cool to just show the diversity that is in the body of Christ, um, different people have different stories and ways of connecting and inspiring and reaching and investing towards other human beings. And so I'd love to be able to bring on um, a different guest each week and just be able to talk to them about something that they're involved with or they're passionate about, have a healthy conversation with, um, just be a place where I can discuss back and forth with a fellow believer about, like I say in my intro, the goodness of God. That's the point of this podcast. And this one is just by me right now, um, enjoying a peanut butter sandwich. But um, that is in hopes that I will be joined with someone next week when I talk to you again. So that kind of um, answers the why of 
my podcast, why I'm doing this. But as far as the how, how I got to this point, so my brother moved out about two weeks, a month ago-ish, that kind of time. And so he lived in the basement and there's kind of this weird closet room desk situation going on. It started in the 2000s because um, back before we all had laptops, we had a computer and it was in here. And so the room was essentially built around the computer because we called it our computer room. So we would all come in here to do work or mainly to play webkins. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then it kind of morphed into my brother's like closetish space. And so now that he's gone, I've been coming down here to do homework because I have a lot of classes this semester. So I was just like, let me get in this space, you know, kind of shut the door and get in the zone. So that's what I've been doing. And my parents have even kind of started to joke, like, you going down to the cave? And that has really been the truth. Like, just go to the cave and get her done, you know? <laughs> so that's kind of where this all started. Um, because as I've been down here, I've been doing work, but to my right is a bunch of like radio, not really radio, but like, I guess it's like just a bunch of podcast equipment. I'm not really educated at all about this kind of stuff. So this is totally me just swinging the bat, you know? And, um, but yeah, it's like a ton of stuff and I've just been kind of like sitting here looking at it thinking, man, like what an opportunity to advance the kingdom, you know, just a, a small thing that I could do that would glorify God. So why wouldn't I do it is the question. Um, but I like see it and I like, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like, you know, hundreds of dollars of podcasting equipment that is just sitting here. And so I'm like, why would I let this opportunity collect dust? Sometimes you feel the Holy Spirit kind of tugging you in a direction. And, you know, I've had instances in my life where I have followed that tug and it's been very beneficial for my spiritual walk and just just in, in general in life, you know? Like, if you think about when you follow the tug, if you will, to when the Holy Spirit is first working in your heart, um, to, to lead you to repentance of the gospel, you know, that is huge. So I've also had instances in my life, by the way, where, um, I don't follow the tug and it can be detrimental. So if you're feeling a tug, you know, <laughs> you better go where you're feeling like it's telling you to go as long as it lines up with the God of the scripture. So in this case, I felt like it did, you know, go ye therefore, right? And therefore might sometimes mean Judea and Samaria and therefore might sometimes mean India and Europe and therefore sometimes might mean Spotify and Apple. So in this case, that's what I felt like. And um, there's never a bad time to share the gospel. So that's kind of um, what led me to start thinking about this, I guess. But either way, I'm super appreciative for a time where I can just um, 
you know, sit back, have lunch, open a cold Dr. Pepper, and talk about the goodness of God and share these things and have conversations um, fruitful about fruitful topics, you know, and, and hopefully this will inspire others, um, point others to Christ and say, look at him. That's, that's who deserves all the glory. Let's praise him. Let's glorify him. That is my goal here. So if you've made it to this far in the podcast, I truly appreciate you listening in and hopefully you will tune in next week for Lunch with Money.